Hello everyone, warm welcome to episode 19 of the Grumpy Girlfriend podcast with me, your host and certified life coach, Katrin Bernt. I feel like it's almost about time for me to create some kind of intro or jingle for my podcast. What do you guys think? Is it nice to have a little jingle before the episode starts? Or is it just annoying and unnecessary? I usually lean towards the latter, which is why I haven't created one yet, but we'll see where we end up. This week, I want to talk to you about 10 powerful and useful questions that mature girlfriends ask themselves on a regular basis in order for them to think and feel and act intentionally and show up in their relationships as their best selves. But before we dive into the list, let's take a look at questions in general and what makes for high-quality questions that are actually useful to ask. Questions like, what's wrong with me? Or, why do I always act this way? Or, why can I not just stop being grumpy? Are very low-quality questions that are completely useless to ask yourself. Why? Because the answer doesn't help you in any way at all. If you embark on the journey of figuring out the answer to the question, what's wrong with me? You know what you'll find at the end of that rainbow? All the things that are wrong with you. This is literally what your brain does. If you ask what's wrong with you, your brain is not going to go on a quest to prove that there's nothing wrong with you. That's completely counterintuitive. So it'll do the job that you have assigned it. It will find the answer to what is wrong with you. And then what's your plan? What are you going to do with that information? Probably just feel horrible about yourself. The same goes for why can I not just stop being grumpy? What's at the end of that rainbow? All the reasons you can't stop. (laughs) Useful, isn't it? What's so interesting is that we still feel like these questions are pretty necessary to ask ourselves. I think most of us feel like we're just stating the facts of our lives when we ask these questions. Kind of like, since it's factual, it's harmless to think about. But that's just not true. Your brain is always looking for a job to do. And if you don't assign that job intentionally... It's going to be thinking about all the things that subconsciously pop up in your mind, like these useless questions. So what do high-quality, productive questions sound like? Well, they need to generate an answer that is actually useful for you, an answer that moves you forward. High-quality questions sound like, how can I figure this out? When have I successfully figured something like this out before? What's one thing I can work on to be less grumpy just today? How can I set myself up for success today? Can I just try this one thing? All these questions will empower you to figure things out and will send your brain on a journey to the end of the rainbow that actually feels good. The answers to these questions are going to be helpful as long as you don't fall into the I don't know trap. 
your brain will for sure try to take the easy way out by saying, I don't know, or by arguing with these questions and being like, I have never done this before. I've never figured it out before. But if you practice not allowing your brain to do that, it will get to work finding the answers. You just need to make it through the initial, I don't know, confusion first. Empowering high-quality questions have answers that make you feel good, that help you move forward, that inspire you to take action, no matter how small that action is. Disempowering low-quality questions keep you stuck. They just look for evidence of why you can't move forward and focuses on the past and what has been true before. These questions will never inspire you to take action in order to change. So as you might be able to imagine, the 10 questions that mature girlfriends ask themselves on a regular basis are all empowering, high-quality questions that help them show up as the easygoing, calm, and mature girlfriends they are and want to be. Grumpy girlfriends, on the other hand, focus more on the disempowering questions and staying stuck in a negative thought spiral that gets them nowhere. So, are you ready to dive in to the 10 questions mature girlfriends ask themselves? Let's go. Number one, what am I afraid of? This is a great place to start because to the untrained ear, This might sound like a disempowering, low-quality question. Because what will the answer show us? It's just going to be a list of all the things we're afraid of. But the reason I included it on my list is because most of the time, we're not even consciously aware that we are afraid of anything to begin with. A lot of arguments and conflict and general grumpiness comes from fear of something a fear that we rarely acknowledge. So if we ask ourselves what we are afraid of, that can actually unearth some of those fears and help us think about them in a less dramatic and a more intentional way. Number two, how can I make my team of one an emotionally safe environment? In a workplace where the vibe is very judgmental, critical, and just overall mean, the team members are not going to feel emotionally safe to explore, take chances, and make mistakes. It's going to be a very strict and unproductive environment without any real growth or development because we can't grow without failure. But if the vibe in the workplace is open, compassionate, supportive, and accepting, the team members are going to be much more willing to fail and grow in order to do their jobs even better. The same goes for you. Are you making your team of one an emotionally safe environment for growth? Or is it full of judgment and criticism all of the time? Remember, the question was not, are you judging yourself all the time? Because most likely the answer to that question might be yes. The question I want you to ask is how can I make this an emotionally safe environment for me? That's the question that we want to answer. Three, how can I give myself what I'm currently trying to get from my partner? 
It's not rare that when we feel a lack of some sort, a lack of understanding, a lack of respect, a lack of love, we try to get it from other people. We think it's an outside job and that our lack is evidence of someone else's slacking. But the truth is that whatever you're seeking, it has to be an inside job. And if you can identify what it is that you're trying to get from your partner right now, you can then explore how you can offer it to yourself instead. How can you love yourself? How can you understand yourself? And most importantly, if you're craving respect, how can you show yourself that respect instead of waiting around to get it from someone else? Learning how to meet your own needs is a superpower that will help create that emotionally safe environment inside of you that I just spoke about. Four, can I just pause for a little longer before reacting next time? When feeling a negative emotion, most of us react instinctively. This instinct has been practiced a lot, and your brain knows exactly what snarky comment to say, how to huff and puff when your partner does something, or when to start the silent treatment. And I'm sure that for most of you, it's so automatic that you feel completely out of control of it. There is no time to intentionally choose how to react. It just happens. But ask yourself if you can just pause for a tiny bit longer next time. Can you expand the amount of time that you are willing to feel that uncomfortable emotion that is flowing through your body before you react to it? The longer you're willing to feel the more control you're going to gain over your own reaction. And the less willing you are to feel that emotion in your body, the quicker that automatic response is going to be. Five, what am I thinking that's making me feel this way? You know by now that your thoughts create your feelings. So one of the best questions you can ask yourself as a mature girlfriend is, what am I thinking that is making me feel this way? Because it doesn't only offer you some insight into what's going on inside of you. It also acknowledges and takes responsibility for generating that feeling to begin with. You're not looking outward or blaming your emotion on your partner or anyone else. You're asking yourself how you, inside of your mind, created this emotion inside of your body. It's a very empowering question, even if it might not always feel that way, when you're not used to taking responsibility for your feelings and you're more used to blaming other people. The truth is, though, That blaming other people, that is the most disempowering thing you could ever do. Because they do not make you feel. Six, what are all my options? Having options available to you can, surprisingly enough, feel slightly intimidating. Why? Because we're so used to thinking that if we acknowledge something as an option... We're either forced or obligated to choose it and think that it's a good idea. If your partner didn't make the bed this morning and you're feeling your frustration bubble up inside of you, 
Just ask yourself, what are all of my options here? Think of as many options as possible. Even the absolute worst ones you definitely do not want to choose. Like, for example, making the bed myself and being grumpy about it. Making the bed myself and being okay with it. Leaving the bed unmade and being grumpy about it. Leaving the bed unmade and being okay with it. Telling my partner to go make the bed right now. Scream at my partner and say that they're awful. Break up with my partner. Set the bed on fire. Set my partner on fire. Throw my partner's pillows out the window. Be grateful that I get to make the bed I want to so it looks nice tonight when I go to bed. We have so many options available to us, good and bad. And this exercise will help you choose the one you want and not just see everything as black and white, where there is one villain here and there's one victim and that's all that we know. Seven, how is this happening for me and not to me? Speaking of villains and victims, Asking this question will help you move from a victim mentality where life is happening to you and you have no control over it to a place of empowerment where you get to decide exactly how this is happening for you right now and how you can be intentional about your reaction. This is not about toxic positivity or thinking that everything is wonderful all of the time when it's not. It's about finding your power in a shitty situation and not being left completely powerless when something doesn't go according to plan. We still get to be upset and sad and in pain about things. But can you find how this pain could be happening for you? Is there anything you can learn from this experience that gives you some of your control back? This is a very good question to ask if you are in a situation where you're often thinking, oh, why did I have to get the relationship that requires so much work? Why do I have to have a boyfriend who doesn't make the bed? Why can't I have a boyfriend who does this and that voluntarily? If you're very used to being in victim mentality where everything is happening to you and it's poor you all the time, asking how is this happening for me and what can I learn here is a very, very good question to ask. Number eight, what else is true? In order to conserve energy, the brain often looks at most day-to-day situations in pretty much black or white. Did your partner do the right thing or did they do the wrong thing? Did they listen to you or did they ignore you? Did they tell you the truth or did they lie? There's not a lot of room for interpretation or any kind of grayscale. This can in turn lead to unintentional overreactions because of the conclusions that are drawn inside your mind. Asking yourself what else can be true in this moment is a great way to open up your brain to more possibilities and perhaps diffuse that bomb that is about to explode. If your brain is thinking about your partner cheating on you because a girl liked their photo on Instagram, this is a great time to ask yourself what else is true in this moment. And keep asking it. Keep figuring out other things that are true right now. And just a recommendation... 
go looking for truths that make you feel better than the one that your brain is offering you, not the ones that make you feel even worse. Number nine, how can I make this easy? This is one of my favorite questions to ask myself, and I do it on a regular basis. We often focus on how hard things are, but we can do hard things and nothing worth having comes easy. But you know, you are allowed to ask yourself how you can make it easy. I do it all the time, especially if I have a tough day with a lot of work ahead. The answer to this question is always going to benefit you and help you show up to your challenges with a figure-it-out mindset and the energy you need to make it happen. What are you struggling with in your relationship right now that you feel is really difficult? How do you think that you could make this easy? If it was super easy, what do you think the solution would look like? And finally, number 10... What ownership can I take on and what do I want to give back to my partner? Mature girlfriends do not take responsibility for their partner's thoughts, feelings, or actions. It is important to take responsibility for our own choices that we make, how we feel, how we treat people, and what we choose to do in our lives. But that does not mean that we ever take ownership of another person and their choices. So asking yourself on a regular basis if there's anything floating around in the relationship right now that you can claim as your responsibility, and if there's anything that you have put in your backpack that you can actually give back to your partner that can really help you stay in your power, and not feel helpless over fixing or preventing something that just isn't yours to fix or prevent. Your homework this week is to start paying attention to the questions that your brain asks you on a regular basis. And know that if you're not intentionally answering the question, well, your brain is answering it for you. And that part of your brain that is answering the question That part basically thinks that everything is a threat and you're probably going to die no matter what you do. Who do you want as the expert inside of your brain? That part of your brain or your conscious, intelligent part? (laughs) So start paying attention to all the questions you're currently asking yourself. Thank you so much for listening this week. Don't forget to rate this podcast on Apple Podcasts and leave a review if you like it so that more grumpy girlfriends can find their way here and start this journey towards mature, uncomplicated love. See you next week. Bye-bye.